In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attentions of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locasestudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locasestudy.com and download your free copy today. Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio, brought to you by the Mortgage Marketing Institute, your number one source for truth in mortgage marketing. Hey, listeners, what's up? This is Jeff Zimfer. Welcome to this episode of the Mortgage Marketing Radio. We are here live in Las Vegas recording a podcast with none other than Neil Dingrath. Neil, what is up, my man? Thanks, Jeff. Nice meeting you, man. You too. So let's get into this week's show. So Jeff, uh, you've been doing a podcast for how long now? Well, 2020 will be the start of my fifth year. Okay. Wow. I didn't know it was that long. I just I just discovered you in the last probably six months and started listening, and and uh, you put out a ton of value. So uh, I really appreciate what you're doing for the in mortgage and real estate industry. Yeah, thank you, man. As you know, it's a labor of love, right? It's yeah. not easy. Uh, I actually, my first podcast was January 2016. Okay. So, you know, here we are, uh, you know, December of 2019. There's a four-year run there and was a slow ramp up, you know. Um, I'm, I'm surpassing 150 episodes now, so uh, I'm doing one a week. It didn't start like that, but now I've got the consistency in place and uh, and uh, just enjoy the heck out of meeting people and learning so much from them. Yeah, and just uh, for the people that don't know, uh, like your background is in mortgage, mm -hmm. correct? Yeah, so for okay. 10 years, I was a mortgage originator in Southern California, Orange County. Um, did pretty well down there. Uh, and, you know, it's funny, you get in this industry, and as you've heard other people say before, you kind of fall in love with it, and you yeah. can't get out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Even you're though you're stuck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Prisoners. Right. Yeah. Even though I've tried to get out a couple of times, I've always had a passion for this industry. Uh, it's a very entrepreneurial industry. It's yeah. very sales-oriented. So I really like it a lot, and I think... Um, uh, I've learned a lot, you know, through it and personal growth and marketing wise as well. And why I do what I do is a, because I love the industry. I'm just trying to give back and help people navigate the path that I've been on and then share what I've learned by working with a lot of other people. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I noticed um, when I didn't think I would like the the coaching or the teaching aspect of this because right. I'm just in production, you know, yeah. so I've been running my own team. And, and then when we started putting out content, it mm -hmm. wasn't with the goal really just uh, it was just to build more awareness, essentially right. for my team, my brand, and all that stuff. But then I kind of got into helping the other originators and the real estate agents in our community, and then in the region. Yeah. And like when you help those people, they reach out to you, and they're like take, asking for advice, and and uh, you know it's all free at this point, right? right? right. So you're giving advice, and then when they actually implement it, and they say, "Oh, that's awesome! It actually worked," or "Thanks so much! It helped!" Like that actually 
is almost to me like a sale now. Yeah. Like, you know, like you got that big account or you got mm-hmm. that deal done or just getting that feedback of like, oh, you helped me with my business or, you, you know, so I just kind of stumbled into that part, but you've already been doing that for years. So I want to ask you then about your kind of path. Tell us, tell me about when you started in, in mortgages. So I started in uh, 2003, right out of college. Same year I did, man. All right. Yeah. That's great. Uh, so I started and um, in Reno, graduated college, was working at a bank, U.S. bank. Uh, mm-hmm. And then uh, my brother who was doing mortgages in the area, he's like, yeah, you need to come work for us. We're, you know, we have a broker uh, broker shop and we want to um, kill it. And it was just a bunch of kids, you know, right. it was like a boiler room type environment, you know, <laughs> real hungry, just yeah, getting yeah. after it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I got started and then just wrote it up, you know, through the whole Right, uh, right, rise. right. The boom. Yeah, uh, the boom. And then there was the bust. Yeah. And, you know, we went from 30 people down to two. It was just me and my brother. Wow. And just wrote it out and then wrote it back up again. Yeah. So this is like the second iteration now. So what's interesting, though, is um, back then, right, 2003, when yeah. you and I both started, we didn't have Facebook. We didn't have yeah. social media. There was none of that going around. Um Tell me, because I heard you 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 talk about this uh, at the uh, AIM event in, yes. in Vegas here just a few months ago, yeah. where you were one of the people in line, <clears throat> basically telling Gary your story. Is that you didn't? Um, did you did you believe? You know, because all this stuff came on 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 the scene a little bit later, right? The yeah. social media, and then Gary, and we started yeah. following Gary, and he says create content. Did you buy into that right away? So what happened with me was I was just just a the normal guy who wasn't on social, right. just doing my thing, yeah. traditional, shaking hands, kissing right. babies, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, chamber of commerce, you yes. know, that type of shit. Uh-huh. So then we're doing mail, email, all the stuff, you know, over the years. And then just noticing that it's working less and less. Mm. And then noticing that I'm becoming a commodity mm-hmm. amongst mm-hmm. the real estate agents I work yeah. with, the builders, and also with clients. And then, you know, them thinking of you as just a service provider. Right. Like, what's the rate going to be? And yeah. we shop it. And then mm. I just didn't like that path. Right. So mm-hmm. I started to think, like, how can I change the narrative for mm. my own business? Right. Right. Uh, so I was doing fine, just mm-hmm. doing just fine, but like slowly deteriorating. Mm-hmm. So I want to, you know, I always tell people, like if, if you're going to be put out, of, if someone's putting you out of business, why not be yourself, right? Mm-hmm, it, yeah. Why not be you, your future self to put you out of business? <laughs> so what happened was uh, as the as the uh, business was kind of flatlining, plateau, I f- just started following people on social. I yep. didn't even have an Instagram account until late 2017, beginning of 2018. Yeah. So I wasn't even on it wasn't even on my radar. Right. And then I saw these guys doing things and that was kind of early days for mortgage people. Mm. Um, and I noticed, then I fell in, uh, you know, just landed on my explore page, Gary's content and then a couple other really? guys, a couple other influencer guys in that niche. Yeah, yeah. And started learning about it. Wow. So it wasn't even on my on my spectrum. So you're doing a lot of video now, you have a YouTube yeah, yeah. channel and stuff, and you're doing a really good job with it. Um, you know this as well as anybody, but I'm just curious about your journey. Like, how easy was it for you to adapt and pivot and start doing video and stuff? Did you have resistance? Yeah. Know? So the, I, what I just fell into it. So I said um, I had a, a guy I knew that was putting on an event in in LA mm-hmm. at a sales and marketing event. Mm-hmm. He's like, you should do a video. And I'm like, uh, why? Who's gonna watch the video, right? Like, right. and I don't even know how to do a video. <laughs> um, so I landed it. Just con- ended up connecting with Eric, who's uh, my videographer now. And um, we just did a event highlight video, like sort of like vlog style. Right, right. Um, I do like 15 takes to say two lines, you know, <laughs> like my intro, just yeah, really bad. Exactly. Stiff, right. like yeah, awkward. How all of us start. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the red light goes on, you're like, oh shit. You know? <laughs> you freeze frame. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. it was really bad. 
I would say. And then it, but to me, it was just like working out, like you just get better mm. and you get more comfortable mm. and it becomes more yeah. authentic. So in the beginning, I think everyone's going to suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to, exactly. You basically just have to jump in the deep end and embrace the suck. Yes. Yeah. And know that that's part of the journey. Is that what you're hearing from most of the people that you interview as far as that are, that are doing a lot more video and content these days? Oh, yeah, for sure. I, nobody starts out good. Yeah. You know, on video or doing this kind of stuff that we're talking about here uh, and doing. Yeah. Um, it's not natural. Right to put the camera in front of us and all of a sudden kind of be on, but the more you do it, the more relaxed I guess you, you and, and you don't let those things distract you. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you focus on the message and the connection, what you're really trying to get across. Yeah, and I think uh, like in the beginning, you don't know your own voice really. You don't know yeah. what your content's gonna be about. You right. don't have this whole playbook. Right. So you just kind of have to start, and I think people don't realize by starting and just doing it, yeah. you kind of figure it out along the way. You know, you don't have to have this whole thing mapped out. And I think some, you know, one of the things that I know I've struggled with and others as well is like, you know, um, like you said with the video, who's going to watch it? Part of what still comes up for me is like, you know, the, the, you know, they call it the imposter syndrome a little bit. Yeah. But it's like, you know, oh, really? Who are you to say that? Or who's going to listen to me? And what makes yeah, you yeah, an yeah. expert? So how did you get through that, man? So um, I knew I had a lot of information to share. And I think I'm not unlike many other people in the industry, we have a lot of experience, mm. a lot of expertise to share with the audience. Yeah. But as far as digital goes, I was just a ghost. Yep. Like I did not exist <laughs> yeah, online. Yeah. So I had my core group of people that I did business with that knew me, liked me, trust me. And I was like, how do I scale that? Mm. And to me, this is the only way you can do that. Mm. Like you gotta get, we need more people, you know, that are aware of us essentially mm -hmm. to do business with us. And I think of it like this, like, there's this middle piece of the transaction, like from when you get your customer mm -hmm. to when you close. And that's the process, right? Like how you take care of your clients and um, right. you know how you get them through the deals. And and um, you know many people would say, I do an excellent job at this. Mm -hmm. I'm a, my clients love me, my referral partners love me. But to me, like that's the middle part that can be replaced because everybody says that they do a great job. Everybody yeah. says that they have great product service, all that stuff, right? right? They have great reviews. So if that middle part is just becoming a commodity now, mm. like how do we avoid that? And that's the front end part, which is the awareness piece, right? So yeah. like I was, I had this part down, but I didn't have any awareness. Mm. So I figured like best, best, uh, like the best service provider doesn't always win. It's the best known person, uh, right? So yeah. best known beats best. So once I got the awareness piece, it was like throwing gas on a fire. Cause I think if you're good at what you do now, people become aware of that right. at scale right. in your community first, and then in your region, right. then, you know, sometimes nationally. And then all of a sudden now you just have inbound. People are calling you, emailing yeah. you, you know? Well, awareness is important. It reminds me of this question that I used to ask agents all the time and teaching them in classes, which is uh, what's more important, um, being well-known or being a knowledgeable real estate agent, right? Being yeah. well-known or being knowledgeable, right? And then you get the mixed hands that go, yeah, knowledgeable, yeah. well-known. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? But to your point is all the knowledge in the world doesn't matter if you don't ever get a chance to talk to anybody. Exactly. Like how are people going to know about this? Yeah. You know, like right. I have great stuff that I do for my clients, but if I don't tell people at, you know, at a, on a, on a, on a stage yeah. essentially, then how are they going to find me? And uh, so I think that's the part that people who say like, oh, this stuff isn't for me, or I'm a private person, or mm. I don't really wanna do content videos, not for me, yeah. I'm just gonna do my job. Yeah. It's not enough anymore. Yeah. Like that part is is just, be, people can replace 
the application that you use. People can replace the service. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're actively doing that today. But you started out with video by, uh, if I'm correct, um, creating videos with your business partners, like refer, you know, real estate agents and stuff. Yeah. Right? So I think as a mortgage professional, uh, if that's the place you can start right away. Yeah. Because like, like you said, you have that natural audience that people already know you, like you, trust. So there's comfort level there. Yeah. Right? Uh, so you, what, what, what kind of stuff did you start doing with them? So I would tell people, like, if you have not done video content yet, that would be the place I would start. Because mm -hmm. like this, it's easy to capture a conversation. We don't even know these cameras are rolling, right? right? There's nobody here. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> us, right? So we just talk. Yeah. And that was the hack I wish I started with because starting talking to the camera, yeah, yeah, it's you hard. freeze, mm -hmm. you second mm -hmm. guess yourself. You go in your head, you go yeah. internal. You're like, how yeah. do I look? How do I sound? I hate right. that. Like, but just have a conversation and right. put the camera yeah. in the room right. and capture conversation. Yeah. So I would start with your best referral partners, mm. bring them in and say, hey, and I'm starting to talk about. I would talk about like, how's the market going? You're like, what are you seeing out there? Yeah. And think about this. Uh, it's not about you. Mm -hmm. It's about them. Right. So ask questions where they would, where the answer would allow them to sell themselves yeah, in right. a non-sales way, in a conversational, right. authentic way. So I'll mm. say stuff like, so Jeff, like, say I'm on my house is on the market, uh, it's been six months, hasn't sold, like, and I need help, like, what would you do? Mm. Mm -hmm. What would you and your team do? And then you yeah. go through your whole marketing plan right, right. and how you do this for your clients and how yeah. you do this and how you get them success. And then in a, if they did that to the camera, it would come off as used car salesman, right, another agent, right. but they did it in a real conversation. Mm -hmm it's actually real and, and works. So what we do is we do that and then give them the content that they can use afterwards. Really? And it's gold, like so, it works with everybody. So you're doing that right now with real estate yeah. agents? And then they're taking it and putting it out there like on the web, whatever? Socials? Yeah, because many agents need help with their content. Yeah, yeah, But they don't sure. know how to do they content. Need a, they need a lot of help, yeah. Yeah, so you bring them into your studio, <laughs> yeah. do a podcast, really? give them some micro content to use afterwards. They mm. will, like that is more valuable than so buying are, leads are, are and things like that. Are you providing just one file for them? Are you slicing up different No, no, snippets? we'll edit it. You will? So like, you know, and, and say somebody's like, I don't have that expertise, I don't have the time. Right. So here's what you do. Tonight, after the podcast, mm -hmm. you put that long form video in any easy video editor. Mm -hmm. It could be iMovie, sure. it could bunch. be any yeah. of them, right? right? And you learn how to cut the clips. Mm -hmm. Or if hire you, somebody on Fiverr or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. like cutting basic clips mm -hmm. is very easy to do. Like I think anybody could learn. Yeah. Just Drag Google. the thing. Yeah, right? like, and <laughs> yeah. use Google, right? Yeah, Figure it yeah. out. Watch a YouTube video and you'll learn. Right. So what do you have to do? You have to not watch your Netflix tonight. Yeah, yeah. And you got to spend an hour cutting this right. video and learning. Right. Next time it'll take you 20 minutes, but the first time it's going to take you a couple hours. Yeah. So you cut those clips and email it to the agent, yeah. the referral partner. Okay. Say, hey, Really great having you on the show. Right. Um, by the way, I made these two clips for you because I think they were really impactful. Yeah. I think you should share these on social. They would do really well. They go ahead and if they do it, yeah. uh, most do because the clips are good. Yeah. And they get great feedback. Right. And they're like, oh shit, Neil created some content that may lead, that may have led to business for them. You know, mm -hmm. like you never know. Somebody reaches out from their sphere. Something random happens if they continue doing it, or mm -hmm. maybe that was the thing that got them started. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, this is actually cool. I like this. And then it gets them on their content journey or it gets them in the mode of putting out content and they will really appreciate you for that. Yeah. So I think that's more valuable to them. Sure. That hour you spent at 10 o'clock after your kids go to bed right, or whatever and you right. cut a couple clips for them, like that's more impactful than buying them Zillow leads or that's, buying them or bringing them flyers or tchotchkes or donuts. No way, right? no way. More, <laughs> more impactful than flyers? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like bagels maybe, you know, but, um, but mm -hmm. that's like, you got to think outside the box. Like yeah. what would make you stick out? Well, yeah, so you're talking about becoming a business partner, you know, and so yeah. there's a couple conversations that we could probably have here today. Um, sure, sure. One of them is on the you know the business partner referral partner side of things, and 
Uh, I'm still a big advocate for, for partnering with real estate agents. I could go off on a whole tangent all about that because you know there's there's these different voices in our industry that are saying, hey, you got to get to the customer first, and you got to like have a be everywhere and have a brand online and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yes, that's true. However, for those of us in the field every single day, that's that's a long ramp. Yes. Right? That's a long runway to get there, to get to the customer first. Um, so I like the fact that you went to the real estate agents as your primary place to kind of roll up your sleeves when it comes to digital marketing and, right. and building a brand. Because uh, you get to learn a lot, but you also get to, I mean, from that, tell me what's happened to your real estate relationships as you've done that? How have those evolved? Yeah. So basically, I took my business uh like, you know, net, yeah. we're all W2 people in, yeah. in the mortgage industry for the most part, except right. for the broker community. Yeah. Um, and I was doing like, you know, 300K in W2 yep. income annually, which is great. Like, I'm not knocking that, but, sure. you know, a third of that goes to the government. Right. My wife and kids spend and the other the third. Rest. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, what am I building? Right, like, right. I'm just running this hamster wheel. I'm on yeah. a treadmill. Right. And I feel like if I didn't have my next deal, like you're only as good as your last deal. Yeah. And right. you start to like, you start to uh, almost get a little depressed, like because mm -hmm. you're you're just like, when does this end? Like mm -hmm. I'm just running, chasing leads, right. chasing people, chasing referral partners. Right. Like how do I flip this around to actually build a brand that I can be yeah. attract these people? So yeah. as I started doing this, then more agents wanted to be wanted to to do sure. content. The word gets out. Word gets out, right? And then you share that content. Even consumers that are in your sphere record. Hey, Neil's educating agents. He probably knows what he's doing. He's at the top of his game. So just mm -hmm. remind the content works for everybody. I think people are they get kind of weird, like, oh, if I share, if I do content targeted to agents, how's that going to help uh, with my direct to consumer business? Mm -hmm. Well, the consumers, they're like they, they, it's just an impression at some point. It could be anything, you know. So you could be well, helping you're an in agent. The video, aren't you? Sometimes, of course, with yeah. The real estate agent, yeah. You ask the question, yeah. or you're in the conversation, right? So, so if that agent's putting that video out there on their sphere yeah. of influence, and they're you know, buyers or whatever are coming through that their funnels and channels and are like, I'm like, you know, I need a, a loan officer. Yeah. And Neil just happens to be in the video. Well, geez, you know, we, we know that uh, by and large, the uh, loan officer that a lot of people choose is a direct influence by the real estate agent. Yeah. Right. There's still a big influencer in that factor. Yeah. So to your point about the consumer direct, you're winning there too. Exactly. And then you can put out, so then we got into the real estate content, then we got into community content, then we yeah. got into financial education content. Then we got wow. into, you know, all these different types of things, but I started with the agents just because that, like to your point, it's a, you already yeah. know them, start right. with the ones you know, yeah. have a conversation about the market, have a conversation about business. So I did that, led to multiple different things of content. Then I started getting into how can I get influencers right. and doing more stuff like that. And over an 18 month, so the first six months was garbage because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, right? right? right, right. Yeah, so exactly. I'm just flying by the seat of my pants. Yep. My content sucks. Mm -hmm. So you have to do shit content to get to the good content. <laughs> exactly. So just put it in the time, right? Yeah. But then the year I felt like last 12 months was actually good. Mm. So over that year, I quadrupled my business and income. So like mm -hmm. this year, uh, we'll finish the year at 1.2 million. Wow, really? In net uh, income after you know, you know, doing all this for the past year. And I don't say that to like pound my chest, yeah. but I want people to realize that like, this is real. Yeah. If you go hard, like you don't have to go as hard as I did, but if you even do half of that, wouldn't that be a huge impact? If you doubled your income next year and your business, like how much of an impact would that have on you and your family and your future? Sure. Like, I think people don't see the opportunity. They think like, oh, this is a hobby. Neil's got some cool videos up. Yeah. No, this is generating well, real business don't results. Know that it's actually generating business for you. Um, That's the part they miss, right? 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, what was I gonna, how many realtors are you are you doing this with now? Like creating content together and all that. Uh, so we have a core group of like three or four that we do content with regularly. Yeah, and then on a on one off basis, I'll just use it as the avenue to meet with a new person or a builder. So like you contact a builder in your community. Yeah, be like, okay, um, you guys, we'd love to bring awareness to your community. Uh huh. Uh, I, I create video content really? for Shoot the business the partners thing. I work with. Yeah. Shoot like a nice community highlight video, right, right. some drone footage, show right. the thing, go interview the sales agent. Sales agent walks you through the best features of this home, the smart home features, right. this cool thing. Yeah. Oh, the the you know how model homes are. Sure. They're awesome. Like, they're like amazing. They right? show you, well, yeah. You're not gonna get a house like that, but for <laughs> optics, like <laughs> right. you know, it unless works you're paying great. for all the upgrades. <laughs> yeah. Like some of these homes literally have Two hundred thousand dollars of upgrades. Oh, know, it's yeah. insanity. I've toured them, man. Yeah, yeah, but even like it, it's a great product. The optics are great, right? Yeah, so yeah. I think like if you do that, deliver it to the builder, the 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 yeah. owner or yeah, the yeah. broker, whoever's in charge of who's the preferred lender. You show the sales staff in a high in a highlight. Mm -hmm. uh, you bring awareness to their thing. You've done nothing but help them. Mm. With not, you're not asking for anything. So yeah. the other guy is in there with my flyer. Yeah, yeah, and the bagels. And the pens mm -hmm. saying, "Please help me be your. Please let me be your backup lender. Mm -hmm. I'll take the shit. I mean, I'll take the trash. Right, right. I'm coming in there saying, mm -hmm. hey, I do high level marketing. Here's an example of it. Here's mm -hmm. what I'm gonna do for you for free, by the way. Right. And uh, why? Well, I just like helping. You know, in my uh, the business partners I do business with. This is what I do. Mm. Oh shit! Like who who's gonna stick out in the right, mix? Right. And then what happens is, just through doing that. And then you are now top of mind with them. Then you follow up yeah. and then eventually be like, look, here's what I do from a lending standpoint. Mm -hmm. And I'd love to be able to work with you guys, yeah. but don't go straight for the cold. Like everyone goes straight for the close up front without providing any value. Yeah. But if you did something and then people will say, well, Neil, what if you did that and you never got a piece of business from it? That happens, right? Sure. We've shot videos with many people that we never heard from afterwards. <laughs> they just took the content and we never spoke to them again. But the ones that do, it's gold. So what is the process that you kind of follow with that? Uh, if you're going to approach a builder community or a real estate agent or whatever, how yeah. long do you kind of invest? Is that a one-time thing? I think or? it's a one-time thing. And then you follow up mm -hmm. and you know, you continue. Um, it's a great piece of content for you because you're in it. Sure. You're walking through the house with these people. Yeah. So all your... Um, so it's a no lose for you. I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah. obviously it's a time thing, yeah. right? And some resources if you hire a camera person or whatever. Yeah. But other than that, you get to repurpose that content, which helps your bigger overall strategy, anyways. Yeah, because you're you're in their content now. If they post it, yeah, right. You're right. in your content. But even if they never reciprocate, you're like, well, I'm I'm still winning. Exactly. You know? So there's a no lose to it. And then what happens is, uh, you follow up. You stay in contact with them. You right. do your lending sales pitch, yeah. maybe on meeting three or phone call right. three or whatever, right, right. but don't lead with that. Yeah. And then you start to get business. Like you'll be amazed. One day the text or the DM lights up or the phone lights up and it's like, hey, Neil, um, I have a client. Would you be able to talk to him? Mm. Yes. Mm. Right. Like that's like to, when you get that DM, you're like, it yeah, worked. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, it's shocking at first, but it's cool when it's all coming. Like the best part, I say the best part about prospecting is when you don't have to do it anymore. It um, just comes to you. Have you ever had realtors that uh, you you teamed up to do this this whole video strategy with, and they decided to back out and just say, hey, you know what? Yeah, they do that. They uh, do. Why do they do that? Because they didn't like the way they looked on the video. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome mean, to the club, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. They basically like they're like, you know what? I didn't look good. I can't right. post that. So they're all hung up on themselves. We just had this happen with somebody. Like we did the video. Eric helped coach her through it because she was having a hard time. Yeah, yeah told her what to say, said, relax. She finally got through it. I thought it was great. Right. She no. says, if you post this, I'll never talk to you again. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. So I said, 
Okay, I'm Is sorry. Is she a good agent? She was mediocre. Hmm. So I just said, um, hmm. okay, you know, I'll lay back, you know, and we didn't push it with her. But, you know, you have people like that that are just not going to be comfortable seeing themselves. And I think it's just a desensitization that occurs. Yeah, yeah. Like if you do it more, mm. you stop caring about how you oh, look exactly. and sound. Right. That's so, where I'm at right now, man. Yeah, you don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, it's still that little thing, but the, the, like I, like the, the branding thing you were talking about that I posted the other day, you're like, oh, Jesus, you look at the wrinkles and this and that and the other thing. You're like, man, I look old. I need an eye lift, you yeah, know, yeah, all yeah. that stuff. But I'm like, you know what? I don't care. But you know what was more <laughs> important than all that shit mm. was that the fact that what you said in that video was... Right highly valuable to the people right like i've done videos that look amazing yeah i've done videos with people that are like so-called celebrities in the space right and what's weird is those don't perform any better yeah. than the video where you just talked no. to the phone and said something honest and real right. that right. helped somebody right so i think like we all get hung up on the optics part yeah but the consumer doesn't care it's more about the message and the value you're providing the content so how do you structure and schedule your content marketing or, you know, you're heavy on video. So, you know, maybe that we should ask that, right? Uh, how do you schedule that into your week, your month and, you know, make time uh, so for basically for me, it was just a, I would block the time. Mm -hmm. And now we're doing so much of it that it's basically replaced all the time I would spend prospecting. Really? So like networking, calling all these things like door so you, knocking. You don't the, call 40 realtors every Monday? No, like that whole core <laughs> right. thing. We went to a core thing yeah, yeah. and they're like, you, oh, by the Monday, way, you, what was the answer to that video? I haven't watched it yet. Should you, I don't want, we don't want to like create any, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but it was like, it's up to you. <laughs> it's up to you. Okay. And basically if you need way to play it, by if, the way, <laughs> yeah, if you need that discipline and then accountability, I think that's the best part about yeah, the core. Yeah, right. Cause it's like, okay, you must make your calls. And I think everything will work if you did it, but it's just not the most effective. I just remembered a story. I think you told me about that. Yeah, well, I'm not going to bring it up. But okay. uh, <laughs> it was bad though. Like they were saying, get off social, um, yeah. make your well, calls because it was a waste of time. Yeah, if they're just on there scrolling, scrolling, burning hours, and not using it productively like you are. Yeah. So I think they said lock yourself in a room and make your 20 calls. The problem that I found with doing that because I did the same thing before mm. is that now. Of those 20, three are answering the phone, yeah, yeah, unless they right, know you. Right. So these are cold contacts, so lukewarm. Right. Nobody's pick up the phone anymore. Right. And then the people that pick up the phone, you're bothering them. Mm -hmm. It's an interruption. Because you're saying, I'd like to take you to coffee. Right, and they're like, holy crap, you're the seventh lender this week, yeah. Monday, who's called an offer of coffee. Yeah. So how about this? How about you create some video content, you make an audience on Facebook of all the realtors in your market, and you pay $43 to make sure that everybody sees those videos when you mm -hmm. post them. All the so realtors, you, you're creating a custom audience of real estate agents. Yes, it's yeah. easy to do. Yeah. Everybody who includes all of these real estate job titles, there's mm -hmm. 43 variations, real estate right. agent, realtor, right. blah, 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 blah. Right. You create that list. Then within a 15 mile radius of my community, mm -hmm. create the video, post it organically, share it, whatever. Right. After a couple of days of organic, yeah. go pay yeah. 43 bucks. Yeah. Like, to make sure these right. people see it, it's a no-brainer. You would would you rather pay the forty-three dollars and have your prospecting working while you're in your underwear at home, or like go actually make these calls and sit with people? So you've done that. I do that, yeah, every and, time. And what is the content of the videos that you're typically doing on that? So those would be the videos that are contextual to them. So if it's a video that's about, hey, here's how, here's a hack to make yourself. Uh, look better on video or to be more comfortable on video or here's okay. a hack on okay. this or that so business advice that would help them so you don't want to like do no, the just community. to be clear yeah. uh, for, for everybody watching and listening is because you're creating a custom audience of those targeted realtors 15 mile radius um, that's all who's going to see it 
That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the point being is that you're not going to be putting all this content out that's irrelevant to the rest of the people. Yeah, that's the problem. Like a lot of times, it's the the I always say like the video needs to be contextual to the person. The more that link is, the better it does. But if you're only showing that content to that specific custom audience, man, right? That's great because that's on message. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, one side benefit I think people don't realize, and I just stumbled into it. So you initially you just want to grow your business. You want to make, yeah. you want to help more people, right. and you want to create more income or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you do that for your own business. Then you realize there's so much business out here, I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. I need more people. Mm-hmm. You need to recruit. Yeah. Right. What do recruiters do? They spam you on LinkedIn and they blast you and say, "Hey, you'd be a good fit here." Right. I I don't know you. Right. Right. Like. Mm-hmm. So this attracts people because other LOs see the same content and they're like, hey, Mm. Neil, I really love what you're doing with the videos. How can you help me do the same? Mm. Like, let's go to coffee. Yeah, Give them the advice. Let them try it themselves. Mm -hmm. Worst case, they take it and they do it and they double their business. Right. Mazel tov, that's great. Like, you help them do that. That's great. And uh, good karma is a good strategy, I think. But every once in a while, somebody tries it on their own. They're like, Neil, uh, I'm not getting it done, whatever. Like, you can tell, like you gave them the information, they did nothing with it, which mm-hmm. is most people. Right. Then be like, hey, Jeff, like you haven't done anything. We have a team here that does this for yeah. our staff. This is the value we provide. So we have everything that every other lender has. But in addition, we have a media team. Mm. So why don't you come join our team? Like, you know, or just think about it because we could blow you up. We right. already have, I've been doing this for this 18 months. I could give you this shortcut because I had to go through all the shit to get to the yeah. good stuff. Right. I could just give you the good stuff yeah. and we have the team to help you. Think about it. And then those conversations will lead to recruitment. And you've had a couple of people do that? Two people, yeah, really? so far. Wow. So I'm just working on that part, cool. but I just, cause I know I need more people. You wanna attract the right people, but yeah. um, I thought it was great that you can create that context. And then that leads, you know, when you when you have the conversation, they're already bought into this whole thing. They yeah. know you, it's not a cold call. It's not a spam call. Right. You're attracting people to you instead of chasing them, pursuing. Yeah. Yeah. You're attracting the right people because they, if they see that and they're like, hey, man, I want to do that kind of thing, yeah. you don't have to convince them that you need to be your own personal brand and build content and all that stuff. They yeah. They buy into it. And they don't have to do it at the same level. Like, I no. think I'm a little crazy as far as how much time I spend with this stuff. But other people, like I said, they can do, yeah. I think they should just do a minimum of a couple pieces of content a week. Yeah. You know, share yeah. some things on stories. And, Not 100 uh, posts a day? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's just, I think that's just like 100 means like a lot. Yeah, yeah. But there's no way, right? Because no, you no see way. other people posting, like, I think um, they don't realize this. Um, Gary and other people in the space say, Put out content, put out content, mm-hmm. put it out. But like before you turn the camera on, have something to say. Right, right, right. Well, that's funny you you say that because I was thinking about the context of our conversation, and um, you know we're both fans of Gary. Um, I, I don't know to what degree you are. I'm not a fanboy to the degree where I'm going to buy the sneakers and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I believe that everything should be contextual and filtered through your own you know personal, like you said, appetite or or or, or whatever. But um. Yeah, there's that the the stuff that Gary says sometimes I just disagree with, you know, a hundred yeah. about a hundred p- pieces of content today. Oh, the one thing I was trying to say is I don't know if you remember, I think it was that same event. Somebody asked him, Can you post too much content? And and he's like, No, you can't post too much content. And I'm like, Yes, you can. Yeah. But to your point, if it sucks, yes. Yes. That's the problem. <laughs> so the answer is always both. Yeah. The problem is we say we need more content. So mm-hmm. this week we posted, I don't know, almost 30 pieces of content. I think yeah. 27 pieces of content. Some are videos, some are little clips, some are blogs, some right. are whatever, on three different platforms. My main three platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. 
uh, I'm not hard on YouTube yet. I'm just getting there. Oh, you're there, man. You're I'm, there. I'm there, but you, yeah. it's hard, right, to get an audience on YouTube. No, no. You can do good. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but like the point is, is that volume is important. Yeah. But then at the same time, like, so somebody posts, so the next day they say, Neil, I took your advice. I just posted 15 things. Yeah. Dog, uh -huh. dog shit. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. No, you don't have anything to say. Not any thought. Yeah. And it was, you couldn't see, you couldn't hear you, or it uh, was the- it's, it's bad. Yeah. Everything is bad about the quality, or it could be that you didn't have anything to say. You're just like, hey, I'm doing content just for the sake of doing content. Yeah. Now people have tuned you out. Right. And it's no. not working. So then you said, Neil, I took your advice. It didn't work. Well, you need to have- Decent content. Right. Well, I thought you said quality wasn't important. Well, it is. Like it's always, it's hard to give the advice because it's the answer is both. Yes, you need a base level of quality. Mm -hmm. You need to say something somewhat valuable. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like if you don't have that, then volume's not the answer. You need to get that stuff, that yeah. piece first. Yeah. I think it starts with having something meaningful to say, right? Like we've been talking about through this whole thing is don't make it about you, make yeah. it about the other person. Right. Uh, and I think some people just really need to be kind of coached along the process of how do they, because most people don't think, a day in the life that that's interesting yeah. for, for people, but it actually is, or it can be depending on how you structure that. Like one of the things I always recommend is tell us success stories. Yeah, right? awesome. Tell a story about how you, so somebody came to you from another lender or whatever. And it's like, they dropped the ball the 11th hour, you picked up the ball and you win and you're a champion. And, and what I love about working in this business is helping the Smith family. Right. And all that yeah. kind of stuff and that happens every week to people. Yeah. There's all this stuff. And, and, you know, people say, like we talked about earlier, why would somebody be interested in this? Yeah, Nobody's right, gonna care. Right, right. But like, we're saying no for the audience. That'd be like me saying, Jeff, I'd love to do the podcast with you on Saturday. But if if if, if it's okay, if you don't have time, like, don't worry about it, man. <laughs> you don't want to buy it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like do you're, you? <laughs> you're telling them no. So like you're saying, yeah. you're saying you're asking him at the same time. You're like you're saying no for the audience. Right. right. So that's what by not by saying nobody would be interested. That's what you're saying. So tell that story. Yeah. And the people who don't want to watch it will simply keep scrolling. The people that do want to will watch it. You're not offending anybody by telling that story, so don't worry about it. You know what? One of the one of the posts that got the on Instagram specifically got the most engagement for me recently because we talk about like you know being real and transparent today. Yeah. People love that. Is uh, I actually posted a video. Um, dealing with uh, a situation I was dealing with with my, with my 15 year old son and wanting him to be more engaging and converse with me. And he'll, he might be even seeing this. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. I love you, man. Um, <laughs> uh, and just kind of like, how do I kind of break through that and, 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 and get him to engage more and have a conversation? And that blew up, man. It's yeah, like yeah. unbelievable. The DMs I got off of that yeah. was like heartfelt DMs, you know? Yeah. It's like, I think we're all uh, dealing with stuff. Just, you know, just talk about it. And uh, yeah. I, I you, that's a, a, a really good point. So you have your content about your community. You have yeah. your business content. Yeah. You have your informational content. You have your whole content strategy. Yeah. But the part that led to a lot of business for me is the, just like you said, the human connection. Yeah. So people need to know you're really good at what you do, yeah. but they want to know you're a human as well. Right. So right. if you show that human side, so for me, it's like, well, I'm here with my family or this happened with my kids. Like you just brought up a, a like a, a story with your child, like mm -hmm. all that stuff mm -hmm. or even stuff you think is dumb or simple. Like you're passionate about food, mm. like show the food you're eating or the or restaurants. I'm passionate about music. I went and saw the Foo Fighters here a week ago. You know Dude, what I mean? watched that. And then was, I watched was the that whole story. clip or what? <laughs> but I love that band. And oh, then yeah. you like the quality of your phone. I don't know what it's it sounded. Six plus, man. That's it. Yeah. I was pretty close, but yeah. But you were right there. Yeah. 
So I watched the whole story. Yeah, right. Because I, I, I even screwed that story up. I had the same clip twice yeah. in the but story. Like, but whatever. if somebody doesn't want to watch it because they don't like the right, Foo Fighters, exactly. they'll just scroll past. Like, right, who right. cares? If yeah. People are like, I don't want to do that. So I think like you're just saying no when you should be saying yes to a lot more things. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's a personal thing. Like everyone's thing is gonna be different. It's music. Right. Like I would say. Uh, my brother's a massive Dallas Cowboys fan, like probably oh, wow. one of the biggest. I feel for him. I feel for him too, right? <laughs> but he doesn't put out content, so I'm trying to encourage him to oh, yeah. dude, put out content. Yeah. It could be as simple as on Sunday, you're watching your team. Yeah. Where the You're with the jersey, you got your kids. Yeah. You're like, do a clip. Of then, him watching the TV or whatever, yeah. Or be like uh, something about the something about your personal thing, uh, a little 15-second story. How about You'll why be... is he such a big Dallas Cowboys fan? Yeah. What's the history? But usually, like my cousin is the same yeah, yeah. thing. Uh, and there's the whole story about America's team behind it. But why? Yeah, yeah. You know? and that would be cool. And then yeah. you'll be – how many other Dallas Cowboys fans are in your community? Hundreds, thousands? Too, too many. Right. <laughs> how many of those people may be potential business partners or maybe potential clients? Right. You'll be surprised that that piece will be the connection. So they saw all your informational videos. They didn't necessarily engage with it, but they saw it. Well, and, and then the, the Dallas too. Cowboys comes in and they DM you. So we didn't even get get into this yet, but like you know the whole uh, metrics, uh, yes. you know, and view counts and things like that, and people Vanity use that metrics. as a gauge, right? Yes. As oh, well, I didn't get any views or whatever, and all that kind of stuff. And it's, it's amazing how many people watch stuff and you don't even know it, right? Yeah, I or, saw that. Um, yeah, they don't like and comment, and so you're uh, thinking, yeah, you're. That's a very important point. The people are. St- become stingy with the likes. Yeah, Have you yeah. noticed that? Right, stingy with the likes. You I like that. Look at, I'm look at, like that. Look at LinkedIn. You says you have 300 views. Yeah. Awesome piece of content. Yeah. Six likes. Why? Yeah. Five likes. Uh-huh. You know why? Because people saw it. Yeah. They liked it, but that, they didn't hit the like button. Exactly. Because they're stingy they, with it. But they still liked it. Still because the they're scared to show people that they liked it. Or they're scared to put the comment down because someone else is going to see their comment. You know how many times like, I've engaged with it when I, uh, years ago I would engage with something? Type a comment, almost hit post, but then delete it. Why? Because I didn't want other people to see my comment. It's the same reason why you don't want to do a selfie video. Because you're, imbe- you just don't want to put you yourself want to out there. Open yourself up, fear of being judged. Yeah, like oh, somebody's gonna think that's dumb, so uh, well, I delete my comment. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's what people are like. They're just scared to engage with it. So, but they still saw it. They still watched it. Yeah. So I I wouldn't get into the metrics because I think uh, people are still seeing it and uh, another. Thing I see people say is the algorithm sucks. Like, do you hear this? What What is your advice to people like that? Um, well, it's not about the algorithm, man. It's about you know, and and uh, there are ways to kind of game the algorithm to to a degree. But yeah. I think if you're overly focused on that, you're that's the wrong focus. The focus is on right. How can I um, build a community, add value, and create engagement? That's yeah. it. If you do that, everything takes care of itself. Yeah, I think like just focus on putting out good content, and yeah. then I think. And consistency. If, yeah, that that's a great point. So the algorithm has deteriorated. Everybody says it. Uh, well, it's always you, changing, first of all. Yeah. You know what I mean? So your organic reach is down. Yeah. LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Um, LinkedIn is better, but still, we're only getting certain number of impressions or views per piece of content. Mm-hmm. So instead of crying that the algorithm says, now I'm only getting, a, I used to get 800, now I'm getting 200 mm-hmm. or 100 mm-hmm. views on this one piece of content. Why not just do eight this week or 10? To, mm-hmm. You'll still reach the audience you wanted to, but you just need to do more. You need to be more consistent. Yeah. So you just have to put out more content. That's the one thing you can't control the algorithm. You can't control what people do, but you can control your consistency. Right. So if you put out more content consistently, you'll still reach the same well, number of people. And by the way, that's one of the ways you, you know, co- game the algorithm is consistency. It's what it's looking for. Yeah. You know? 
it's what gives it signs of life that there's actually relevancy and recency there. Exactly. So, so like over the years of you uh, interviewing people and you've seen, you've seen like the whole spectrum, right? Mm -hmm. And is it mortgage and real estate, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've mixed it up. Mortgage, real estate, some others. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like what is the most impactful advice that you could give? Cause that's the audience for the most part is other originators and, and other yeah. uh, real estate salespeople. So like what, you know, somebody's just getting, they just found this, right? And they're like, okay, I need to get going. Cause that's the number one thing is like, how do I get started? How do I get going with this stuff? Like, what should yeah. I do? Well, I think they heard some ideas on how to get started here today in terms of like just sharing your life and all that kind of stuff. Like we've heard Gary say in the past, hey, your life is content. Yeah. Um, and I know people are reluctant to share that because they think their life's boring. And you know what? Um, there's this whole voyeurism thing. That's why people like to watch other people like what we think is boring. People actually yeah. <laughs> get some kind of benefit out of watching that. Yeah. Um, so how to get started, I think, is it's it's tough, obviously, because we're all so busy. And uh, I think the challenge is, is that if you're going to be serious about creating a, a presence online, it can't be off the cuff. It can't be when I think of it, because I tried that for a while, and that's why I wasn't consistent. Okay. Um, so I think there are opportunities for you to do stuff in the moment, for sure. That's part of it. Uh, but however, if you're in a business, uh, you need a plan, and you need—I believe—you need a content calendar. That's—I hate to sound and says all that, but yeah, I mean, yeah. the truth is a matter. You need a structure okay. of what days of the week. Map it out. What days of the week are you going to post? Um, what's the topics going to be? Maybe have a theme. Maybe you know, depending on where you're at. If you want to have a show, have a show. But really, there's so many things around you that you could do, like real estate agents and lenders. I mean, when I teach the branding classes to real estate agents, it's I give them all these examples and show them real estate agents doing this. A couple that come to mind are like, you know, hey, the top top, top five dog parks in your town, the top yeah, five yeah. kid-friendly dog parks. How about the six best places to hike just outside of Vegas? You know what I mean? It's like, what are your interests? Here's a question. What do you enjoy doing that could lead to business? So the hiking realtor, right? Come up with that one day in the middle of the, how many people are here like hiking? Yeah. Hey, how many people here like drinking, right? Yeah, Who here yeah. likes wine and beer? All the hands go up and I'm like, great. Do you guys have friggin' pub crawls? Do you have wine tasting? Do you have all that? That's the content that you should be documenting. Do yeah. what you already love to do and find fun and just start documenting it. And by the way, when you do that, it's going to come across as authentic because you're telling the truth, right? Yeah. I really like Back this. Back to the Foo Fighters thing. You know, my studio where I used to live uh, here in Vegas, the backdrop was I had like six different albums that I rotated on there all the time of albums that I was into and loved the bands you know what I mean yeah. that connected with people right yeah. so did you play, by into. the way, did you, did you play in bands? Like, did you play music? <laughs> Were you a the musician? high school band man? Yeah. I, I'm a struggling closet guitar player. Let's put it that way. Okay. Who uh, who puts building my business above playing guitar right now? <laughs> yeah, I used to play drums. And oh then, yeah, cool. yeah, and I don't. I gave it up just because of all this stuff. If with you work. don't use it, man, you lose it. You That's know? right. Yeah, so maybe we got to put together uh, some kind of together some band. Kind of, yeah, that'll be a good piece of content. Yeah, right? the Mortgage Maniacs or something. Yeah, dude, that'd be, that's good. I like that. We can, we'll we can be punk. Yeah, we can incorporate that in the classes. But yeah, you're you're spot on, like with the advice about sharing yeah. stuff about your interests, because uh, that's where I found gold. Is people will DM you. Oh yeah, based on that. Yeah, and they are more comfortable to DM you on that than they are on the um, mm -hmm. the business the, the stuff. business content. Yeah. So I think yeah. you, you know, don't worry about the engagement and a lot of things that you don't see publicly. Vanity wise, is mm -hmm. the DMs. Yeah. yeah. Because people, like I, to my point earlier, they're not comfortable leaving a public comment. Right. But right. they would like to have a private co conversation with you. So I get DMs of comments yeah. 
And I'm like, hey, I wish you would put that on the post because then I would get more engagement, you know, Mm -hmm. but they DM it to you, that's fine. Mm -hmm. You just want some conversation. So if the conversation starts with, that was a great, like how was the concert? And then you just casually have a conversation, you'll be surprised how two weeks later, hey, Jeff, by the way, my sister needs a refi. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know, could you, would you be, would you have time to yeah. help her? Right, right, exactly. Uh, yeah, I right. got time, yeah. Would you have time? <laughs> Dude, that's the call, that you get the most respectful things. You and do, th- yeah. And the thing is, as a mortgage originator, sometimes you're used to being shit on, right? Oh, yeah, sure, People treat sure. you like shit, you know, right like, hey, job, I need this yeah. approval now, and, right, and uh, right. you didn't close on time, screw you, I'll never use you again. And yeah. you know, you know how we get treated. Yeah. Or I pre-approved this guy, worked with him for three months, uh, he's in a contract right now. Hey, yeah. by the way, I saw this rate online. Mm. Um, I'm gonna go with them if you don't match it. Yeah. Like, yeah. what about our our conversations on Saturdays and Sundays? And like, mm. what about all that? Mm. And you're, they're like, you know, that's what you're thinking. Right. But it cuts you a little bit. Yeah. And you're like, damn, dude, I, I spent so much time with this. I went above and beyond, and yeah. now he just views me as a service provider. And um, mm. so this was the way to turn that all around because when you reach out to me because you liked my content or you got some value from me, you're not shopping as much, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you, you're more, you're more like you want to work with one person. You don't want to just shop online. Yeah. Well, there's a lot in there in that statement you said about how to, how to mitigate that and not have that happen as often. Um, and, and to your point, I think what you're trying to illustrate is that if you have built up a presence or awareness with content that demonstrates yourself as a thought leader, knowledgeable expert, right, in mortgage per se or real estate that versus what most people do is they have no point of differentiation. They're just doing the same old, same old quote, quote and rates and this and that. Well, there's not much compelling reason for me to not challenge you on that, yeah. right? Because you haven't done anything out of the ordinary that I can get from almost anywhere else. So of course I'm going to challenge you on that. But if you've done an incredible job of positioning yourself of, of right, like really, you know, your whole sales process and all that kind of jazz and really just educate, you know what I mean? All that stuff that we know we should do, yeah. we've heard about for years, but we aren't doing yet. Yeah. If you do more of that as well, um, then you're going to reduce those those uh, situations. Yeah, and same thing on the real estate side. Like they're getting grinded on commission. Yeah. Uh, you know, all these guys are coming in, the red fins and, yeah. and the like, they're cutting the list price, yeah, yeah. Uh, the commission stuff. And Discounters, so mar- disruptors. Yeah. So margins are coming in and the only way to combat that is to provide more value. Yeah. So yeah. I just think like you'll just get th- those conversations will happen less often if you have provided more value up front. Well, so somebody somebody asked me uh, the other day, you know, uh, I think it was Phil, actually. Um, okay. what What's different about originating a loan today versus in 2003? Yeah. You know? And I mean, a lot of different answers to that, but the bottom line is it's it's a it's a lot more noisy, it's a lot more competitive, it's yeah. a lot harder to uh, create a diff- point of differentiation, uh, which brings us back, I think, front and center to our conversation is you know content, right? That's how you're going to be able to create a, a point of differentiation is is the content that you put out there that that lifts you up um, and differentiate you from you know anybody else out there. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, I think we covered a lot of stuff. I think, today, yeah, we're we good, man. Yeah. It was a little bit scattered, but I think it's, I, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad we did this. Finally, bro. Yeah, thanks Appreciate so much it. for doing it. Awesome. Glad you're coming down to my neck of the woods. All right, everybody. So that's it. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. Can't thank Neil enough for teaming up and doing this. It's been a long time coming and glad we could do it. And you know what to do if you like this episode. Hey, leave us a review. Appreciate you. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Marketing Radio. Want more truth in mortgage marketing? Get more free training and resources at MortgageMarketingInstitute.com.
Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before. And I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business. Let's just face it. Agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list uploaded into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.